lot you can do in this town You set it up and turn it around We might have come from somewhere else But this is where we found ourselves Welcome to the local show People you work with, people you Welcome to another edition of The Local Show here on Grassroots Community Network. We want to also welcome our Facebook Live audience and our audience on YouTube and our podcast audience. Thanks for joining us this week. Now that we're in high definition, you guys, we are able to uh, share our show, which we've now broadcast for 15 years, uh, sharing great inspirational locals each week here on Grassroots Community Network. So way beyond television now into these other means. Uh, we want to especially say hi to our Facebook audience. We've really enjoyed sharing our shows this summer. This week, I'm grateful to have a couple friends of mine, one who's been on the show before, another first-time guest, Lorenzo and Sheridan Semple. Welcome to the show, you guys. Thank you. I'm trying to find the best place to put the microphone. Maybe we'll put this back here. But you know, every talk show host has to have like the, it's like the nod to Jack Parr and Johnny Carson, and uh, they'll have that kind of that retro mic set up. Uh, but uh, so we, I don't like want, it. we don't want that to get in the way, but it's kind of a cool addition, huh? Very yeah, cool. it is functional yeah. when you plug yeah. a cord like into the power <laughs> and stuff, you can actually still use that. It's but great. Uh, yeah, just trying to tweak the show a little bit every every season, and we're all trying to make little changes to our enterprises and our businesses and whatever we're working on. And uh, yeah. talking to Klaus Overmeyer last week, it's like, how can we keep taking it to the next level? You know, we don't ever stay like the same, right? So hopefully we're getting better and not worse. Right. <laughs> hopefully we're improving and learning and growing, right? Yeah, I started, um, I, in the summer I have a lawn care business, and I started mowing lawns when I was in uh, grade school. Um, and I was just telling Sharon and my beautiful wife on the way in <laughs> that the first lawn job that I had, I made $6 an hour. And I quickly <sighs> learned a lesson. If you're mowing lawns, don't charge hourly. Right. <laughs> that was the that was the big get lesson. Charged by the job. Charged by the hour. job and not by the hour. Right. And um, when did you finally switch gears then into charging by the job? Or by I think, the time you were seven I, or eight. I think the day that my <laughs> I think I think the day that my mom gave me twenty dollars to mow our oh. front and back lawn. And, and the so wheels. I was like, okay, twenty dollar bill is better than six dollars an hour and having to make an invoice for your time submitting it and then getting paid so ah, but um i i, like I feel that. really fortunate that i've been able to make a living pushing a lawnmower now into my middle age right it's somewhat embarrassing i mean you said you know how you have to change with your business and adapt and grow sure. um i mean in the lawn care business you actually don't you have to be <laughs> you have to be punctual dependable and do a good job, but you don't necessarily have to have to grow if you're just a one man band like I've been. But, but so, but anyway, but you evolve, some, right? And you, you do bring evolve. In, you might bring in new technology. You might yeah. learn how to dial it in with your schedule to where you can say you enjoy your summer more. Yeah, yeah. So there's yeah. ways to there are, tweak no, and arguably there are ways. I'm change. just kind of making light of that. Right. Change or die, unless you're a lawn guy. So. Well, I started with like I had a. Um, a lawn cutting business, I'll call it. And my evo evolution was, I went from the hand mower when mm -hmm. I started, because my parents were like, oh, well, yeah, you can use that, but not that. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. not the power mower. <laughs> yeah. But then ultimately, I made enough money to buy a, like a used power mower. And, and again, you're kind of, 
you know, you're learning and changing and evolving. And then, and then I had like four or five lawns in the neighborhood. Yeah. And then it would be a paper route. And Sheridan, did you have like a like a childhood venture? Like, were you like a lemonade think, stand or? A oh yeah. Paper oh yeah. Route I or? had a great lemonade stand. And um, one day I finally figured out oh, I need to take my show down to Pepke Park because ah. that's where all the people are. This is gonna be a lot better because I lived, you know, up near the bottom of Ajax. I grew up oh. in a condo up there, and okay. so it's like not a lot of traffic by there. And so <laughs> I uh, took it down to Pepke. Man, I thought I was so smart. I was like pinnacle of business woman right and um, <laughs> the cops came by and shut my whole show down I was like in I don't know elementary school maybe maybe middle school and yeah so it was a valuable lesson they what were the? like no yeah you can't do that here oh well those yeah. are like the officers of love weren't they like yeah the peace I know officers right it's like the 70s, driving socks yeah, and exactly. I thought they were like the coolest no. dudes ever yeah I was but not in really that way. heartbroken that I didn't get to make you know like my hundred bucks i was planning on and you know <laughs> <laughs> so did you guys both in essence grow up here yeah in aspen mm -hmm. we, we did graduated oh, you, yeah. we aspen both. high together sitting oh. right next to each other just like this wow. in the tent. yeah well so you're born and raised i was Native? not born no but i moved okay. here when i was really little so same with you, Lowe. Yeah, you same here. I wasn't born here, but I got here as quick as I could. So. Yeah. Right, good. Yeah. That's the, but once you knew, that's the or, unless your parents knew or whatever. That's, no, I had, no, I had nothing yeah. to do with it. Right. I mean, if they would have said we're going to Amarillo, Texas, not that there's a bad place, or I would have gotten the back of the station wagon regardless. Yeah, you just might have. I had no choice. You might have no. had a different kind of cowboy hat. It's kind of, yeah. Maybe a straw versus a Stetson or I don't know how they yeah. do that. It's, it's, between moving to Amarillo and Aspen. It's all my parents, all my parents' fault Gosh. entirely. Well, your dad, you know, just to kind of, for viewers who don't know, was quite famous in Hollywood, correct? Yeah. Tell people a little bit he about He was a your, screenwriter. Screenwriter. He started off as a playwright. Um, and when when the real as as a, a writer the real the the real uh, pinnacle of writing and the craft was to be a playwright it was a, it was considered um, it, it was prestigious and TV was considered kind of lowbrow and and, and, <laughs> and and crappy and he wrote uh, plays he wrote the first he wrote the only play that um, the, uh, not uh, Paul Newman. Lost money in that was his claim oh. to fame as a as a playwright. Oops. And then he um, and then he um, he he got it. He got a lucky break, um, but from 20th Century Fox in the mid 60s okay. um, when they owed him a favor. And he um, met with William Dozier, who was the producer of of uh, of, of 20th Century Fox. And um, William Dozier handed him a comic book, and oh. said, "I want you to write this into a TV show." And the comic book was Batman, and wow. so he transformed the uh, the the kind of the comic series into the campy 1960s TV series. And then he went on to write um, uh, a, a mo movie with Raquel Welch called Fathom, where she was this kind of like female 007 oh, who I don't remember wore that. a bikini and paratrooped in to save okay. the day and fight the bad guys. <laughs> and uh, and then he wrote. Um, he wrote uh, The Drowning Pool with Paul Newman, Joanne Woodward. Wow. The Parallax View with Warren Beatty. He wrote wow. uh, Papillon wow. with Steve McQueen and Dustin Hoffman. Uh, Towering Inferno? Is uh, that your dad? No, he um, okay. wrote uh, Three Days of the Condor. Wow. Um, he, the closest he got to a Towering Inferno was <laughs> King Kong okay. with the Twin Towers. Okay. Where Maybe the ape jumps, the, uh, the monkey jumps from one... <laughs> 
tower over to the other before he gets shot right. and falls to his death. It was a monkey, not a fire. Yeah, that was yeah. Affecting and, the building. In the famous, uh, <laughs> the famous line, the famous story from that movie was um, they wrote King Kong as a kind of a. Um, Dino De Laurentiis was a producer that that worked with him. And Dino loved my dad. He called him Poppy, and he had this thick Italian accent. And he heard my sisters call my dad Poppy. That's what we called him. Poppy and uh, and so Dino would say, "Hey, a Poppy," and he and he loved calling him Poppy. And he just they had a really great relationship together. And uh, King Kong was Dino De Laurentiis's response to Jaws, oh, the movie Jaws. Okay. And so the, my father and Dino sat down in a screening room in in Los Angeles and watched Jaws. And then and then uh, he said, he said, "A Poppy, I want you to write to King a Kong." And he said, um, wow. he said to my dad, he said, when, when Jaws died, nobody cried. When my <laughs> monkey dies, everybody going to cry. Right. So that was kind of so that was kind of the was, part of the, the challenge. Yeah. This big awesome thing, but then you want the audience to kind of to love cry it too. You, like, you want them to cry fall for yeah. this big ape. And he wrote King Kong <laughs> from Aspen. He also wrote um, uh, Flash Gordon. Wow. From Aspen, I mean, these are uh, Never Say Never Again, the James Bond movie. Amazing. So yeah, and he's Amazing. buried up at the uh, Aspen Grove Cemetery. So we what are, there. we're gonna take a break in just a second, but just real briefly, like, what are a couple things? I mean, that inspired you from your dad's accomplishments. I mean, those are major milestones, you know, and and epic movies, many of them. I mean, what do you? Th I guess I mean, there's a lot to be said. That's a whole conversation, but just a couple things of inspiration from your dad. Um, my dad taught me how important reading is. Yeah. He really taught me a how important reading. I mean, I never understood when I was a kid right. and he was just sitting there reading all you the time. You mean comic books, Dad? Constantly. Like Batman? Anything. <laughs> I mean, okay. everything. Yes, he did. When he was when he was researching this stuff, I mean, I still have stacks of Flash Gordon comic books at our house from when wow. he would... And but let me interject here because yeah. I can answer that. You're a writer. <laughs> you write for the paper. Your sister's you a writer. I mean, he, yeah. I think they did a lot of like wordsmithing in their house. You know, he's quick okay. with words, wit. I think that those were huge inspirations from Poppy, you know? Right. And for those who don't know, heaven forbid, you have the lowdown each Saturday in the Aspen Daily News. In the Aspen Daily News. So yeah. that flowed from that kind of that genre Un undoubtedly. and media. Undoubtedly. Okay. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break, guys. We're going to rehydrate. We have so much to get to. Everything from essential oils to e-bikes. <laughs> so I do want to thank my summer underwriters for sponsoring the local show, our June, July, August, September summer series. We've got Aspen Animal Hospital, our new exclusive presenting sponsor, Aspen Square, the Aspen Times, Klug Properties, Picking County Landfill, and Sundog Athletics. I think I got them all. We'll take a quick break, guys. It's our only break of the show. Two minutes. We'll be back with Sheridan and Lorenzo Semple local entrepreneurs, and so much more, so don't go away. Aspen Animal Hospital not only offers our community a friendly professional staff featuring five veterinarians, but a new wellness program for pets focusing on prevention and pet longevity. They offer new enhanced feline care, exotic pet care, and acupuncture. Extended hours on weekdays and weekends offer more convenience. For more information, 925-2611 or AspenAnimalHospital.com. We're not in Kansas anymore. Hey, did you miss the turn for recycling? I can't read the map on your cracked screen. 
I'm so passionate about this community. I absolutely love living here and raising my family here. It gives me a lot of pride to share this with my friends and my clients and help them achieve their, their dreams of owning an Aspen Snowmass and enjoying this incredible lifestyle. The Aspen Times has been telling the stories that matter to our community since 1881 and continues to be the only local media outlet committed to local prep sports and dedicated arts and entertainment coverage. They also offer you the drop-in, a weekly outdoor recreation video highlighting the many reasons we love to live in this community. You can find the Aspen Times at local newsstands, aspentimes.com, Facebook, and Instagram. Celebrating another great summer season, Aspen Square Hotel is the hospitality place, featuring fireplace studio suites and larger condominiums with full hotel-style services in the center of downtown Aspen. All accommodations are air-conditioned, and Aspen Square is proud to support The Local Show. To find out more, visit aspensquarehotel.com. Welcome to The Local Show. People you work with, people you know. We're back here on The Local Show. Thanks for sticking with us here on Grassroots Community Network. We've got Sheridan and Lo Semple. We're calling the show Aspen Power Couple. <laughs> wow, thank you. You guys have power. And one of the powerful things, well, not only growing up here, which has this kind of its own power and beauty and being able to see the Aspen of yore, which we try to, you know, cling to sometimes, and that's good because there are so many good things. And, and that's a whole other show is Aspen in the 70s, Aspen in the 80s, you know, all these great eras. But we want to focus more our, our precious time on what's going on now. And you guys both have businesses. And, Lo, we touched on your business. Actually, um, let's touch on your winter business, and then we can shift to um, Sheridan's business. Uh, you have Suit Yourself. I have a winter, winter business called Suit Yourself, and I rent ski outfits. I drive around in a van, and I go from hotel to house to condominium. And um, I've been doing that for over 20 years. Uh, I have uh, nice. Obermeyer's, one of the brands. We saw Klaus Obermeyer. Really enjoyed your show from last week. Thank um, you. Obermeyer's been a supporter from day one of our business, and to this day, we still rent out a tons of of, of Obermeyer. Do you and, find most people know about Obermeyer, or do you oh, have to educate that, them on Obermeyer? People have definitely seen Obermeyer. It's got right. a very strong brand recognition. Right. And um, I rode the chairlift with Klaus Obermeyer over at One A. Um, I kind of I saw him get get into the line and he is not a guy who likes to ski with people right. or he's not a social skier right. he doesn't seek out people to ski with or he he goes skiing to ski and he does not suffer fools waiting around exactly. he doesn't he doesn't ski up to people and say hey where are you guys skiing or what run do you guys want to do klaus he's he has that figured it out he's figured that out he doesn't have a ski gang or a buddy he doesn't check his cell phone he gets off the lift and he points it so i saw him ski into the maze he puts on a foxtail and then you can chase him i saw him ski into the maze at 1a and i kind of skied up next to him and got on the chair with him and um Basically, Much to his chagrin. <laughs> basically <laughs> trapped him in, in, in an entrapment situation. Thank you. Yeah. That's ex yes, I trapped <laughs> Klaus Obermeyer onto a chairlift ride. Klaus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, Klaus on chairlift. <laughs> and I rode the chairlift with him, and we have something in common of my business we talked about. We grew up, Sheridan and I, with his son Klaus. Yes. Um, and we skied a couple runs on Straw Pile. And uh, after that, I skied two runs with him, and I was like, hey, that's you're doing good quit while you're ahead and i skied over to the gondola 
And the funniest thing happened later in the day, I was waiting in line in the gondola and I heard these guys ahead of me say, hey man, did you see Klaus skiing with that hot young thing? And a guy <laughs> said, and a guy said, yeah, I think that's his new girlfriend. And I was just about to say something to the guys, but I thought to myself, hey, the day that you get mistaken for Klaus Obermeyer's girlfriend is a good day. So go with that. My so I just, I just, you know, bit my tongue and I just let it go. And today I just feel really honored. That's one of my great achievements as an Aspenite long time. I've been mistaken for Klaus Obermeyer's girlfriend. Might your long flowing locks. Well, granted, yeah, it, was, it was during the era, it was, you know, 20 something years ago where it was the era of, of primary color ski outfits with the waistcoat, oh, yeah. uh, you know, with the, the waist cinched in okay. and my hair, my may have given the impression that I was feminine. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the way I ski, you know, you've seen oh. me ski, so yeah. Well, you, Roger Meralt would probably say, you know, that makes perfect sense yeah, with yeah, your girlish skiing technique. Yeah. Not only that. Roger, yeah. <laughs> and others, yeah. apparently. All yeah. the Meralt. All the Meralt's, yeah. All That's the Meralt's would Steve say that. Mike out of there. Yeah, yeah so, so anyway, I so like Klaus Obermeyer has been a, um, oh. he's been a, obviously a, a, a influence on everyone's lives and right. and in my business. And uh, and I feel uh, lucky to, to, to own a business in the ski industry. Right. I mean, I feel like really, really lucky right. to, to have those experiences and to be a kind of like joy-based business that's profiting on people's fun. Right, and something yeah. you're passionate and yeah. love and to be able to share skiing through that yeah. avenue. Yeah. And Sheridan, you share what you love, essential oils, to care for people. Like basically you're caring, for, you're taking care of people, whether it's clothing them, preparing them, Letting them know you can look like a local, but you know the rest is up to ski school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Sheridan, you can help people, and you have—we've seen some of your ads in the paper, oh, advertising some of your essential oil classes. Yes. And can you tell our viewers a little bit about your business, which is yeah. called Aspen Holistic Health? Right. Yep. Exactly. So I am a holistic health practitioner. So I do mostly holistic health consultations. So. You know, anything from I feel like I'm doing pretty good, but I want to improve my health to, you know, I'm having some pretty heavy things going on that I really need to address and help with. So it kind of runs the gamut, but people come to see me for health consultations and then I check out what's going on with them, what their goals are, that kind of thing. And we come up with a program which I always use, you know, like a medicinal grade essential oil with. So So that's the common thread through the... I'll use nutrition sometimes, sometimes a little bit of supplements, not a lot. That's not my favorite thing. You go to an alternative practitioner and you just get this like huge bag and you need a spreadsheet to figure out what to take during the day. I don't like that. I don't feel like health needs to be like that. So I use a little bit of nutrition, sometimes some kind of lifestyle changes and then um, essential oils because they're just really strong and powerful. They're you know, the essence, what the plant uses to heal itself. And so we're, I just, we use that. They smell nice. They feel great. And, um, Is yeah. that something you typically apply, like, what do you call it? Epidermal? Topically. Or, uh, topically. Yeah. Topically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then where do you like apply that? Or does it depend on what's going on with your body? Yeah, in it terms depends. Of where you're applying it? Yeah. Generally you want to apply them where it's close to the area you're having a problem with. So okay. if you have a digestive system issue, you want to put it on your tummy. If you okay. have, you know, like I have a client right now that has a really sore inflamed hip, right? I'm having her put it right on her hip. Uh, you know, if you have headaches, you want to put on your head. If you're having like insomnia issues, 
things on your head that'll help the brain chemistry. Lung stuff, if you're sick or fighting something, chest, right throat. Chest. Yeah, you know, with all the smoke. With all the smoke in the air, I've been rubbing eucalyptus on my kind oh. of throat. Like right chester. in the throat area. Yeah. So obviously these yeah. are absorbed. Yeah, they get absorbed really quickly into your bloodstream. I've seen. You know, I've seen studies say that anything you put on your skin hits your liver within 20 seconds up to 20 minutes. 20 minutes seems pretty long for me, but wow. yeah, so quickly anything in your skin is absorbed. So that's a good reason why you want to put healthy things on your skin. You might as well eat anything you're going to put on your skin. You might as well eat. It just won't go through your digestive system, but it still goes through your whole body. Is it to the point where it's almost more important than food because it's in a sense, uh, it's absorbed so quickly and so intensely, yeah, that's or a it's good just as important as food. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, because I would say just as because just as, yeah, I, yeah, that's a good question. I don't absorbed. know what would affect your liver or your, you know, detoxification systems more, skin or through your digestive system, because your digestive system has a way to release the waste, and your body does too. But it's right. The little different. That's a good question. I don't know, Eric. Well, I had a girlfriend who actually grew up here as well, and she was all about not using these underarm things yeah. where people had aluminum chlorhydrate and all this, these chemicals. Think about that. Under your arms in a super sensitive area, and people are literally applying what yeah. could be toxic that's right absorbed right in there. I see that a lot with people. That's crazy. I run huh? these scans, and you can kind of see what's present in the body, and things like sodium lauryl sulfate, ammo, um, not ammonia, um, aluminum, that's in a lot of the deodorant. People will have that in their body a lot, like pesticides, like all kinds of things, because it's just, you know, the world we're living in, or you don't want to be, like, sweating or smell or, you know, so, you know, I like But using there are more natural alternatives yes. now, right? Yeah, that's right. There's well, a lot. Well, shampoos and lotions and creams and all yeah, sunscreen, sunscreen, all that, yeah. So we need to do a better job, you know, sourcing those things, label reading, right? Right, label like what's reading. what's exactly in this stuff. Exactly, educate yourself. Maybe, like they say, foods, there might be three to five ingredients. Is that a benefit? Yeah. Like simple? Exactly. Be if you, the thing is, if you can read it and know what all the ingredients are, right. then you're good. If you but can as pronounce soon it, it start, yeah, exactly. As soon as it starts into multi-syllabic words, yeah, put that back down. With a lot of Z's and X's, and you're like, yeah. there's no way that can be good for me. Exactly. Like, it yeah. just can't be. Yep. So do you also consult people like on total body products? Like, I mean, Some, yeah, like if your hair, ask, your, your, your yeah, skin. Yeah, and if they come in and they have a lot of things present, then I'll give them my ideas, alternatives. Same with food, a lot of things, you know. People have set ways we're used to eating and they don't know how to change their diet, but they want to. But it's hard because, you know, you're running from one thing to the next thing. You grab your right. go-to, but your go-to isn't necessarily taking you to where you really want to go with your health. And so I'll help them figure out substitutes and they send me stuff. Is this okay? Is that okay? What do you think of this? I just found this probiotic. What do you think about that? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Wild. All the way across the board. So that's pretty comprehensive. It's mm -hmm. not just like I'm going to give you a certain oil for a certain ailment. Right. It's going to be, you know, if you want to know about nutrition, if you want to move more holistically, right? Right. You can yep. help them that way. But you're not a, a life coach as far no, as that goes. No, I'm like a yeah. health coach. But holistic okay. does mean 
well-rounded, right? It's not just right. physical, it's emotional, mental, spiritual. So, you know, I'm coaching on all those levels, but I'm not right. a therapist. I'm not trained as a therapist. I'm not, you know, but, but it is like coaching people through all those things and then resourcing them if they need things that I can't provide, like a therapist. If people are going through heavy emotional things, essential oils can really help and support that as well. But, you know, they may need someone to talk to or someone to help them with that. Right. Well, real quick, how can people take advantage of these are happening? Um, your essential oils classes yeah. is the best way to get to go to your website. Yeah, exactly. AspenHolisticHealth.com. Okay. I teach every Wednesday, you know, some days in or Tuesdays or Thursdays, but between Aspen and Carbondale, all alternating each week. So okay. at the red brick and the launch pad. AspenHolisticHealth.com. Yes. We're already down to just three minutes, but say someone wants to start a business. Uh, what would be, say, a couple things of it, you know, two uh, pieces of advice, Lo, and, and, and same with you, Sheridan. They want to start a business or they want to grow a business. What would be a couple of general tips you would give viewers? Jeepers. Uh, first of all, I think there's more opportunity now in Aspen than there's ever been. I right. think what speaks to that is the line of vehicles providing services to town right. that comes in and leaves town every single day. Right. Um, I, I think uh, if there's if there's something that li listening to what people are asking for, I think is a big indicator of what where there's a a, a niche or right. something to be filled. If you hear someone ask one question, that stands on its own. If you hear the same question a second time, you're starting to develop a trend. That's how right. you kind of feel find where. That's how I started uh, suit suit yourself. Recognizing example, that need. For example, recognizing a need, um, mowing lawns. I think there's still opportunity for people to start right. lawn care businesses. Um, um, yeah, I think just be persistent and and be persistent. Right. Recognize the need. Be persistent. Mm -hmm. And then Sheridan. I what would, would say be a couple tips. Go for it. You know, if you feel drawn to starting your own business, I would wholeheartedly go for it. You know, trust yourself, go with your gut and do it and be ready to, you know, make adjustments for sure, you know, learn, but don't quit. Don't quit. Keep going. Just keep right. going. If don't quit, you can't fail. Right. It's, it's like, what's the old one? It's for the dawn. Yes. It's going to get tough and it's challenging. That's why not everyone does it. Right. But I think following your heart is so important so because that leads to your happiness and you're willing to work harder for it yes when things do get tough especially it's not like oh do this for the man now well you are the man so you're more you know vested and you're more motivated and you're more passionate and i think you just do a better job yeah and right? following your heart right that's the best health thing uh, you could do for yourself it is well you guys have earned after the grueling <laughs> 20-something minutes of conversation. I've got really these cool new reusable utensil sets made out of bamboo. Oh, awesome. Oh, wow. From our partner, Picky County Landfill. Wow. And then oh, these, are single, these are single use, these cookies. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so reusable and yeah. maybe single use. But I want to thank you guys for your time. Did you guys thank have you. fun today? Yeah, thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah, Thanks for having time. us. Sheridan Semple, Aspen Holistic Health. Lorenzo Semple, suit yourself. And name for your summer Escaping business? A little lawn care. Lorenzo's lawn care. Yeah. Successful, like native Aspenites, pretty much you guys, uh, successful entrepreneurs. Thanks, Sheridan. Thanks, Lo. And thanks, you guys, for watching this week on The Local Show.
Aspen Animal Hospital not only offers our community a friendly professional staff featuring five veterinarians, but a new wellness program for pets focusing on prevention and pet longevity. They offer new enhanced feline care, exotic pet care, and acupuncture. Extended hours on weekdays and weekends offer more convenience. For more information, 925-2611 or aspenanimalhospital.com. We're not in Kansas anymore. Hey, did you miss the turn for recycling? I can't read the map on your cracked screen. I'm so passionate about this community. I absolutely love living here and raising my family here. It gives me a lot of pride to share this with my friends and my clients and help them achieve their, their dreams of owning an Aspen Snowmass and enjoying this incredible lifestyle. The Aspen Times has been telling the stories that matter to our community since 1881 and continues to be the only local media outlet committed to local prep sports and dedicated arts and entertainment coverage. They also offer you The Drop-In, a weekly outdoor recreation video highlighting the many reasons we love to live in this community. You can find the Aspen Times at local newsstands, aspentimes.com, Facebook, and Instagram. Sundog Athletics is celebrating 22 years as Aspen's Adventure Sports School and is your opportunity to quickly and safely gain new skills to experience the thrills of adventure sports, including mountain and road biking, fitness hiking, and the area's only flatwater canoeing adventures. For more, sundogathletics.com, Sundog Athletics on Facebook, or 925-1069. Welcome to 